1: Welcome to Off The Bench for Bob Jane T. marts tyre and wheel specialists.
0: Oh, hello. Welcome to Off The Bench. You've got Jason Matthews here and the man who's played rugby league for Queensland and about, what, a dozen different NRL clubs, Scott Sattler.
2: Welcome. Two of them were kicked out of the competition, so Jesus. that's not my fault. It's out of my control, Jason. <laughs> You're a curse. The South Queensland Crushers and the Gold Coast charges, So Listen,
0: listen, I will say though, good yep. news is we're still watching rugby league How at good the moment. That? Oh, mate,
2: unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of people may sit back and say it's selfish and it's narrow-minded, but I think that the NRL and Todd Greenberg and Peter Valandis have come out day in day out and they said they keep saying we're we're taking advice from specialists they believe we're doing the right thing yeah so as we know sport is always a terrific outlet when people uh, in dire times it's all the way back to the Roman times Caligula he used to put on um, 42 days of games because uh, in any trying times the 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 public and the fans need to watch something. So what you're suggesting is that at halftime now,
0: we're just going to feed people to the Lions. I love it. I like the <laughs> idea. Know. Listen, kids, it's not going to happen, so don't worry. <laughs> Listen, on today's uh, Off the Bench NRL, big show. We'll review uh, the game between the Bulldogs and the Cowboys. We'll have a look at the uh, games coming up in round two. And we'll hear from a guy that I got to speak to during the week with one of our colleagues, uh, Gary Belcher. You were a crook, mate. Yeah, um, the funniest man on Twitter, but Badge doesn't find him that funny, which is the best part about the interview exactly. for me. Well, uh, it's the former legend.
2: Yeah, I, I love the former legend. He actually put out a serious tweet during the week about it did. Fox Sports personnel losing their jobs. And you had to just actually sit there and read it and take stock for it for yeah. a couple of seconds and say, know, yeah. is, there a, is there some is line coming? What's or? coming next? No, yeah. but uh, no, he's, he's a very funny man and... Uh, takes a look at uh, rugby league in a different different angle. All right, well, listen, we'll, uh, we'll catch up with him as well during this hour. Time on Off the Bench
3: to look
1: back on the news of the week. Yeah, there's been, uh, I, I guess you could
0: say, uh, Sats, a little bit of news around this week in the NRL. Um, I mean, let's kick it off with uh, the Warriors. Uh, they're set to remain in Australia.
2: Yeah, they are. And uh, under some conditions they've asked from the NRL, of course, which I think... Um, I think they've got every right to as well, Jace. Um Yeah, but you're right. Set to remain in Sydney or on the Gold Coast, I should say, northern New South Wales, Kingscliff, um, for the foreseeable future because they want to do as much as humanly possible to allow the NRL to continue because if they go home, Jace, basically they're out of the 2020 season. And and what the other teams just play with a bye. Absolutely. Okay. And um, – the only other way around this is to, to keep them in Australia and, of course, depth is going to be a problem. Homesickness is going to be a problem if you've got some players that have got young families. Whether you agree with, you know, this is your this is your uh, your job and this is what you have to do and sometimes you have to be sent away for long periods of time with different professions. Yep. Yep. There are, in our current age, there are some that are going to have young families that are going to get homesick, whatever it may be. So there is an, an opportunity where you can meet in the middle in relation to all these scenarios uh the ceo cameron george well he as you said he he confirmed that they were going to stay and they're committed to the competition and but they've asked for three things from the nrl they want the nrl to cover all costs of being relocated to australia for however given time
0: the nrl will do that right
2: absolutely yeah the thing little thing you think about is what about their luggage what about Clothes like, do they have to go out and buy clothes? This stuff they, weren't prepared, this. they no, weren't prepared for this, they weren't no. prepared for this. They'll prepare for three days. That was it. Uh, they let the Warriors this is one of the other uh, conditions that they let the Warriors loan players from the Intrust Super Cup, the Canterbury Cup, uh, from our, other NRL clubs, possibly and give them salary cap relief on those players. I think that is fair. And I think every club would allow that as well. I don't think there's a problem with that as well. We're in extreme circumstances at the moment. And
0: can I suggest that the NRLs extend that to all clubs in case a player does get tested for coronavirus? Great idea. They should do that because the the, the Canterbury Cup and the Queensland Cup players are just sitting around now. Yes. And they can't play. They're not allowed to play. No. So you've
2: got to get them into some sort of training environment. Yep. And um, depending on the position, I mean, if it's a specialised position where there isn't a lot of depth, absolutely, I think there's some relief. I it should be
0: across the board, Sass, to be honest. Yeah, if I you know, want to keep the game
2: going... I know this is an anomaly, yeah. but, but squads, the reason why we've got 35 players in a squad right. is to be prepared for any dire circumstances. Now, who would have ever thought this would be a dire circumstance or this, this yeah. is something we'd be confronted with, but... If it's a specialised position, I think they'd say absolutely. But outside of that, you've got two or three players in each position. But if it comes to... But if you're talking about a virus,
0: yeah, which tends to impact more than one person, yeah, so it could
2: wipe out half
0: your squad. Yeah, it could. Absolutely. And you don't want the game to stop. If everyone else is healthy, play on, isolate the ones that aren't well. And I've
2: got no doubt they they've, would have come up with some sort of process internally absolutely. that allows you to do that. The third request from the New Zealand Warriors to st- stay in Australia is... They support the visits of the squad's wives and partners along with children to Australia when it is possible. Sounds like prison. Yeah. (laughs) Conjugal visit, is it? Is that what the term is? Visits. Yeah, so of course if Ah. if they come over from, if their wives and partners and families and children come over from New Zealand and stay for however long, I think that's fantastic. Uh, They've got to make available the accommodation space for that. They're staying at a very nice resort in the Kingscliff region, northern New South Wales, right on the border of Queensland and New South Wales, Uh, New South Wales Origin team stayed there as well uh, through a couple of their campaigns. Nicer than Auckland? Um, Yeah, a lot nicer than Auckland and the weather also. But if the wives and partners and families come over, of course, when they go back to New Zealand, they've got to be self-isolated for 14 days. So, of course, you've got to be willing to do that as well. Take children out of school for extended periods of time. Then you start talking about homeschooling, which a lot of parents are, are actually doing at the moment
0: right am that's that. What about uh, the NRL considering handing out breach notices to players and yeah. clubs that break the self-isolation?
2: Exactly. So as we know, over the last 48 hours, they've now instructed all players to um, be self-isolated. And uh, in doing that, there is the op- – well, actually, without the NRL coming in and, and coming down hard on any players or officials that, that breached this, um, this instruction, actually, the – the authorities, New South Wales, Queensland Police, whoever it may be, you've got the ability to get, I think it's $13,000 fines yeah, it if is. you breach yeah. any form of, um, or if you're supposed to be self-isolating, you breach that, you can be charged and fined. Uh, with the NRL, well, they're going to do the same. They're going to hand out breach notices, players and clubs, uh, staff who break the new rules. Um, and the biggest concern for players is to, to be able to fly under the radar... Is social media mm. because we know that social media is just so open these days and mm-hmm. it's so freely accessible by everyone. We we see in this day and age, Jace, just in the common workplace, when you know Jason Matthews may say, Listen, I'm sick and I've got to take the next five days off work and I've got a doctor's certificate for it, and then all of a sudden you show up that you're you're laying on the beach somewhere and, and you're actually Conducting in activities. Or that,
0: more, more likely scenario, yeah. oh, I just smashed three Chico rolls for lunch.
2: Exactly. You know, exactly. how sick is this guy? Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, social media is going to be the giveaway and is a really good investigative tool for uh, for the NRL. So let's hope that players take this seriously. And the, the one thing about professional sports people, Jason, I can only talk on behalf of rugby league players, is you do believe that you are impenetrable. Yeah. You believe that you – that nothing is ever going to affect you. It's most you. blokes, mate. It's so, most blokes. Yeah. So I just feel as though that uh, I hope rugby league players are getting the message that if they want to continue to be paid, and they want to continue to keep playing the game that they've paid very handsomely to to play, that they take this seriously hmm. and just have the composure and patience and the professionalism to to follow it because it's not only it's not only exposing other players to the possible virus, it's the community. Pe- the community the community absolutely. absolutely take a take a heavy responsibility now i want to talk to you about the cowboys and canterbury game yep. the bulldogs game empty stadium yeah it's unprecedented first trial i yep. think the official attendance was 291 people and that's fair income <laughs> um, that was probably inflated figures like all yeah. in our nrl games
0: yeah the roosters would have said 14000 yeah
2: exactly so <laughs> what do you think
0: uh, a bit weird at first, particularly when um, the Bulldogs scored their first try, and I thought, "Oh, there's no reaction from anyone." But um, in the end, I just got used to it.
2: What about the music being played over the replays? Did you know that? Did you? Yeah, I did notice, notice that.
0: that. Yeah, I did notice that. Um, I, I, but I think one of the commentators on Fox last night actually said, "Like, uh, like being out here in the old days of Monday Night Football. Yeah, there'd be no one there."
2: Well, I'm I'm going to actually un- unveil and confirm something from last night is that the game last night for the Bulldogs and the Cowboys was open to the public. And that's the normal crowd they would have got anyway to a game of that nature on a Thursday night. But um but in saying that I I found it strange. When the when the camera angle was right in tight on the ruck yeah. to play the ball, you didn't really notice any difference. Yeah. Obviously the crowd effect sometimes you, they become it becomes um Obsolete, I suppose, at some stage uh, through our games. You just you, you watch the game for what it is, as opposed to listening to the crowd.
0: Interesting thing, though, mate. I think it affects commentators. I went I went to bed and I don't have Foxtel set up in my bedroom, so I just chucked on the Channel Nine thing. This is about midway through the second half, and the Channel Nine boys they were so flat. Mm.
2: they were well, almost they put me to sleep. Well, I was listening to the call on NRL Nation, and usually got crowd effects. Yeah, of course, and. Because it's there's no crowd effects, it's it's really difficult as a commentator, Jase. As you know, you've you've called footy and you've done boundary riding as well for for footy. Um, sometimes the crowd keeps you up, and when yeah. the crowd gets you up, you've got to stay up as a commentator. Like, Rabs yeah. is the greatest at it; yeah, it stays absolutely. up the whole time. Absolutely, and, yeah. So it was a little bit different. One thing I did notice with no fans is that usually we just think it's the playmakers that are talking, the the fullbacks talking, the defence, the halfbacks, whoever it yeah. may be. When there's no one on, in the stands. You can hear everyone talking. I've got you here. I've got you there. I'm going to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. Uh, you could hear it all night. And I thought it was I thought it was quite intriguing. Referees themselves, I, I felt as though it takes a little bit of s- less uh, pressure off them with the yep. crowd continually in their face. Yeah. Some people say it sways their decisions. I don't think it does. But in saying that, it just took another... Angle from a refereeing point of view, it took the pressure off them. Actually,
0: last night they did have some crowd, some public in the ground. A yes. young Bulldogs player making
2: his debut. Jake Averillo, yeah. who made his debut last night. Uh, didn't know how he was going to be introduced into the game, but he was when Lachlan Lewis, their halfback, was replaced after halftime. Um, we'll go into that a little bit later on. But, um, yeah, I, I like this. And Badge brought this up during the week, actually, because there's um, a young kid by the name of Ethan Bullimore making his debut for the Broncos against South Sydney as well. And he said, you know... They're not let into the ground to watch their son debut. But seeing this happen at the Bulldogs last night for the 19-year-old, his family, his mum Mick and Bev, and girlfriend Charlie, they were able to be there at ANZ Stadium last night. They put in a private section, of course, away from everyone else so they could watch uh, Jake uh, make his debut. It's, it's fantastic. Again, it's a, it's a great initiative from the NRL that they're not, um, they're not wholly and solely thinking about. The Product on the field, but also the effect it can have on the people it's a nice them, touch. in a positive way. Yeah, it's yeah a nice absolutely.
0: Touch. Um, I broke the uh, story nationwide, no one else has picked it up. Uh, that's how much credibility I have in NRL circles. But um, that state of origin, yep. uh, as a backup, have locked in some dates. The NRL have locked in some dates yeah. in October and November for this. So we're so talking. S- the second week of October. And you did,
2: you did Jase, in all seriousness. Yep. You were the first to get this information on uh, Monday, Tuesday. Why? And-
0: why hasn't...
2: Because well, why isn't the ABC or because, the
0: Age or these you know <laughs> or you know, Channel Nine this is you, picked up my? Because
2: uh... you're so humble, you, you <laughs> of course, great humility. And Go ahead. you don't like to put yourself out Keep there. Keep going. It's for everyone else. <laughs> so you put it out to the masses, don't you? Yeah. That's right.
0: Our, our twelve listeners. Yeah,
2: but you're right. Um, second week of October, which is the week after the grand <laughs> yeah, final. Yep, last of. week of October. Yep, and then the first or second week in November. Yeah, so like the ninth, tenth of that sort of week and a half in now, November.
0: It's they haven't ruled out. June yet, but um, we know uh, Kevy Walters is basically ruling out June. He doesn't think it'll happen. Well, and, I, I, mate, I don't think it's a bad thing having it at the end of the NRL season. I agree with
2: you. Only because it's a one-off yeah. and because it's extreme circumstances, like we said. I think it's a little bit of a – I think it's quite novel. I think it's a, a little bit of a novelty for the fans. Yep. And because of the season we're going to have, it is going to be affected – it's affected already with the fans not being able to go to the games. Where we where this is going to be in three or four weeks' time, we don't know. We can only speculate. But because the season is so effective um, in whatever way you want to try and explain it, negative, positive, whatever it may be, having the biggest game on the rugby league calendar to sign off the season, yeah. I think that's an, an an amazing opportunity for rugby league fans. Now, I heard some commentators last night and and some on the magazine shows on Fox and Channel 9 last night saying, you know, is it going to be a little bit like the cricket where you get to the end of the season? You go, ah, it's just too much. No. No, because we haven't been able to have the fan interaction. It'd be like
0: delaying the Ashes. Absolutely. And like, I don't care when that's on, I'm watching it.
2: Absolutely, yeah. So I tend to think to be able to sign the season off, what a great way. What a great way to sign the season. They can run it on the Sunday nights. Imagine the
0: second Sunday in October. What else happens on the second, uh, second Sunday in October?
2: Second Sunday of October.
0: What always happens? Bathurst.
2: Oh, it is too, yeah. So imagine
0: watching that all day and then go, oh, I love, heat up the pies, we've got Origin in an hour. Imagine that back-to-back.
2: Yeah, but you're a Bathurst fan. No, no, no. no watch the beginning. The amount, of cans, the amount of cans <laughs> that get dropped from 8 o'clock in the
0: morning well, through to 5. I did build my house out of cans <laughs> that I drank during Bathurst days. But but no, seriously though, that, what that would be yeah. like the greatest sporting day ever. You've got yeah. Bathurst all day, then you've got State of Origin.
1: It's that time for an Off the Bench Friday Night Preview.
0: Yeah, it is. I'm excited about this game. If the coronavirus, you're hadn't a massive struck, Bunnies fan. <laughs> I would have been there tonight. Oh. I would have been at. Who's your favourite
2: running. Bunnies fan of all t- uh, player of all time? Have you got one? <laughs> What's your fir- first
0: recollection of South Sydney Rabbitohs? A very tall Mario Fennec at hooker. At Redfern Oval. Tremendous guy, man. used to love him. Because
2: you you used to go to Redfern as a kid and watch them play, didn't you?
0: Yeah, the Redfern Express.
2: Oh, Terry Fay.
0: Well, the Bunnies uh, are hopping on a plane. Well, they've hopped on their plane. Uh, They landed today at Brisbane Airport, went straight to Suncorp Stadium where they just chilled out upstairs. Now they're in the dressing rooms preparing for this game.
2: Yeah, so I arrived at Brisbane Airport on a private charter at 2 p.m., then taken by uh, transfer buses across the Suncorp, there are three rooms, big corporate rooms that are set up with uh, one for food, one for stretching, another one for sleeping. All beds have been brought in by the Suncorp Stadium and the Stadiums, Australia, stadium's Queensland staff as well. Unbelievable. Uh, so doing everything possible to not affect yep. the uh, the game itself but allow the players to get as close as humanly possible to preparation.
0: So they'll play the game and then do the reverse so go they'll back, be back in Sydney yep. in a, a, about a, 1 a.m.
2: Yeah, it's about a nine- or ten-hour turnaround. So well, tremendous enough. work by the NRL to be yep. able to organise this. All right. How do you see the game? Well, it's it's a battle of the coach swap again. I mean, it's the most obvious one to go to, isn't it? Seabold and Bennett. Bennett's got it, hands down. Well, Bennett has – he's got the wood on Seabold, and it's not because of the plays that he has. It's about the mind games that he plays leading into it. Now, it hasn't been at so much this week. But, it's been quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, last week um, – but you've always got to be careful of Wayne Bennett when nothing's happening, when he's just simmering and there's something, there's something that's about to emerge. And you know behind the scenes he would have these guys ready to go because it is – it whether you want to try and uh, change the narrative, it, there is a lot of feeling in a game of this nature between the coaches, more so Bennett, I think. Um, Anthony Siebold, well, he gets very vocal when he gets nervous. And you see it with some, some things he says in and around the um, – some of the, the headlines leading into big games where he tries to take the emphasis away from players and throw it onto himself or throw it onto other players. Bennett knows how to push Seabold's buttons. He just sits back and just controls the the entire landscape of, of the conversation leading into these games. So it's going to be the Rabbits' all-star backline. You know, your Reynolds, your Cody Walkers, your Latrell Mitchells, your James Roberts, your Dane Gagai. It's, it's a tremendous back, back line. Campbell Graham um, against the Broncos Wonder Kids, Haas and Fafita. You would have said uh, also Tavita Pengai Jr. would be involved in that as well. But him being out for four weeks, it's really Payne Haas and, and David Fafita against the world. And then you've got a key matchup, Brodie Croft, up against Adam Reynolds. Now, Brodie Croft was fantastic last week. He should be licking his lips sitting behind this this young forward pack, this one that can get, them, get him on the front foot. And when you're a half, you want to get as much time as you can to make the right decisions. Adam Reynolds... He's just a proven performer, state of origin player, premiership winner, he new skipper.
0: Being, loves being skipper. He loves it. You it can, was his dream as a kid. You
2: can just see how much it just it means to him. He's a South Sydney mm. kid through and through. So mm. it's going to be. It's a little bit like the the master versus the apprentice yep. tonight. And yep. Brody Croft will know that he's going into a. He want to go to a. A knife fight with a gun tonight yeah. with Adam Reynolds.
0: Yeah, mate, that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Uh, the only weakness for South, do you think? The, I think the only area the Broncos have got
2: them is in the forward pack. Yeah, the, just that, just that enforcer. Yeah, they just don't have that Sam Burgess, Gordon no. Talis type enforcer at the moment. But they have to find it, and they're going to find it soon. And is Liam Knight the person? Not yeah. quite sure. No, but he's a very good player, tremendous player, was outstanding last week. But when you don't have that one enforcer it forces you to work as a unit, and I think that's what South will do really well this year.
0: All right, mate, that game's on tonight, Broncos versus the Rabbits at Suncorp. You have to watch it on TV because you can't go, that's for sure. Uh, Up next, we'll have a look at last night's game. This is Off the Bench. More of it to come with thanks to Bob Jane T-Mart's Tyre and Wheel Specialists.
1: This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tyre and Wheel Specialists.
0: Yeah, welcome back to Off the Bench with thanks to Bob Jane. Um, We had Thursday Night Football, the Cowboys who took on the uh, Bulldogs at ANZ. Uh, Here are the highlights.
4: And no score as yet, but both teams have uh, had opportunities in this opening stands. And now a little short side. Players of beauty. And Nick Meaney into open space. He's got support runners back inside. And the Bulldogs will score the first try of the night. Lachlan Lewis after sparking it all with that short side play celebrates in front of no one but he deserves to celebrate because the Bulldogs open the scoring four and a half minutes in for Maccas never miss a single moment with Mick delivery and now it's Cooper's turn tackled turning his way inside the 10 big line set to the right now Granville headed that way Morgan. Oh, lovely ball. They're through here and they'll score their first try of the night in the Cowboys. Lewis made a stack of one-on-one tackles last week but he couldn't stop Big Cohen-Hess on this occasion. And it's 6-4. Kick to come for the Cowboys. That was beautifully executed. Approaching the midpoint of the first half. And it's the Bulldogs. 6-4 up here. Deception at the backspace of the scrum. And it's worked out beautifully. He's going to go over untouched. Hampton puts it down for the cowboys the left winger popped up on the right hand side and the sleight of hand it brings back memories of a, a try in a grand final at this venue a few years back uh, the cowboys go back to back lead eight six kick to come uh, tolman uses a decoy this time they go to ellie a big hole opening up for two among her he will set sail will have missed Defensive assignment from the Cowboys. That will not please Paul Green. And Tuamunga celebrates the first try of his NRL career. And let's give it a nomination for the try of the year. For Repco Authorised Service. And he's uh, stopped by the upright as much as those three Bulldogs defenders in the end. Now they go to Morgan. Right side. Oh, oh Cohen the no. oh, no. Reaches out. Avarillo might have made a try saver. That might be a double movement. Because oh, he yeah. held on throughout. He's only just out there for his NRL debut, Jake Avarillo. Has he come up with a try-saver here and a big moment in the match? But Bendix breaks. Confidence stopping. Bendix breaks. I'll tell you about confidence stopping. Grabbed him around the jumper collar in the end. Wakeham kicks high. From a running start goes Valentine Holmes. Great contest. It falls for Meany as Holmes coughed it up. They're shot to bits. Oh! oh. He missed it. Taken by Hampton. It's a try-saver. No advantage, says the referee. They'll come back for the Holmes mistake. But Hampton has kept it a 12-point ball game for now.
0: There you have it there. The highlights from last night. Sats, um, just a couple of headlines for you. Jason Tamalolo uh, is a freak of nature and Canterbury is still terrible. That was one of the headlines. Mm. And,
2: And the other thing was no crowd, no problem. Did lack something, but I reckon we'll get through it. I thought it was not a bad game. I enjoyed watching the the Cowboys. When they're in a really good mood, the Cowboys, they're one of the most enjoyable teams to watch. I don't think Canterbury are terrible. Unfortunately, they just don't have the personnel Hmm. and those key personnel and key positions. They've got a hooker in Jeremy Marshall King, hasn't played a lot of hooker. You've got a young halfback in Lachlan Lewis who got got hooked after halftime. You've got a young 5'8", who's only played a handful of first-grade games. So in those key positions, you're really going to struggle. But um, what do you think? Sorry, what do you think of Lewis? Yeah, you no, know, I think up and he goes missing, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but it? I think Lachlan Lewis is a very good defensive halfback. He's one of the best defensive halfbacks in the competition, if not the best. But unfortunately, you have to have more hmm. more tricks tricks in your bag, and and he hasn't got a five eight that's going to dominate the game and and run the game. Whereas Lachlan Lewis can get you around the field, get to your kicks, make you really good tackles. But he needs a 5'8 that's really dynamic. On Jason Taumalolo, unbelievable. 345 metres. He'll be the first forward to run for 400 metres, I reckon. Uh, eight tackle busts, one try, one try assist. He did little things that were really impressive, like he'd, he'd offload a ball and get back up and put himself into the action and score a try from it. And it's been only breaking news today, actually, that um, he's, uh, Jason Taumalolo has been exposed to the coronavirus. Uh, the virus is quarantined for 14 days, and the virus is not expected to survive. That's how powerful he is. <laughs> um, but the that's pro- a joke, people. The the pro- yeah, the yes. problem for uh, the problem for the the Cowboys is they scored all their points in the first half. They didn't score any points in the second half. They dominated every statistic, and they're not staying focused. And they're fading in and out of games. They're not ruthless enough, and that's something that Paul Green's really got to work on.
0: Yeah, okay. What else What did else you see in that game? Valentine like? Holmes
2: I thought looked really good. A couple of times he attacked a couple of high balls, caught the ball in midair and then just took off as soon as he hit the ground. That's promising. I think he needs to trim down a little bit more. He's really bulked up since coming back from the, the NRL and I think that's hurting him in relation to his ability conditioning-wise to go play for play. So, But, you know, softly, softly, I think he's going really well. And I don't think the Bulldogs will win too many games in in the first half of the season. As I said, too inexperienced in in key areas. As I said, Luke uh, Lachlan Lewis was hooked after 50-odd minutes and then uh, the, the deb- debutante, Avarillo, was introduced into the game. Came up with a really good tackle on Cohen Hess, actually, to, to stop a try. His second try for Cohen Hess. So oh, Avarillo, was that the double movement? Yeah, yeah Avrilla yeah, had a really good yeah. introduction into the game. What about the fullback for for the Bulldogs? Dallin Martini Lesniak. Good play but is that the right spot mate Yeah he is a fullback he's just he's rocks What's or, going on? he's Roxor Diamonds Jace you know yeah. when he's on you know he's a Kiwi captain and and at fullback as well and was nominated as a golden boot best player in the world from international rugby league I'm not seeing that at the moment. Yeah he, he's not and I think he's guilty by association at the moment because again I'll go back they're too inexperienced in key areas and he's probably the most experienced in those key areas It all comes back to their recruitment over the years. They've, they've been left with a group of players. that they've, they've just got to be able to ride the pain, get as many of these young players. How many more years? Well, probably the end of this year, they'll have right. a lot more money uh, that will be exposed. Kieran Foran, a lot of money that's gone into Kieran Foran. Unfortunately, he's on the sideline for three quarters of the season. So at the end of this year, they'll have a lot more money. They'll be able to go to market this year and try and attract a marquee player or two marquee players. If they do that, they're a completely different side because – they're courageous, they're tenacious, and but unfortunately, courage and ten- tenacity doesn't score points. So quickly, if you're Dean Pay for round three, what do you do? Uh, I'm making a couple of little minor changes, um, and unfortunately, he's restricted to what he can do. But he's got a couple of really good young players, and I think that if he bloods them in now... Which he did
0: last year. Yeah, while
2: we've got some yeah. games in the bank, and while he can, we're still playing rugby league at the yeah. moment... I think he needs to blood as many of these young players as he can. And there's a couple of players, a couple of forwards that he's got that have got really quick leg, leg speed. And what yeah. you need in the current game is leg speed. If he if can try and introduce those players in into the, into the um, first grade a little bit earlier than later, I think they'll be a, a lot better off. But again, 2020 is going to be a real learning experience for a lot of these young players. So you, you don't expect them to make the finals, are do I, I don't. I don't expect them to make the finals. Um, and I don't expect them to do too much in the first half of the
0: season. Right, Righto. Uh, this is Off The Bench
2: NRL. Thanks to Bob J.
0: T-Mart's 20% off and buy three, get one free on selected brands. Best tyre service guaranteed. More shortly.
1: You're listening to Off The Bench for Bob J. T-Mart's tyre and wheel specialists. We'll be back shortly. This is off the bench for Bob Jane T-Marts Tire and Wheel Specialists.
0: Yes, welcome back to Off the Bench. You've got the great Scott Sattler and uh, just the mug Jason Matthews here this morning. Uh, it's time to get into this.
1: Who gets a mention in our Off the Bench performance of the week?
0: Now, this our off our performances of the week this week,
2: Scotty. Uh, not a lot to do about performances no, on the field. absolutely. Off the field, in the front office of the NRL. Uh, and my my uh, off-the-bench NRL performance of the week goes to Peter Volandi, the new boss of the NRL, and also Todd Greenberg. You know, in times of dire circumstances, you need a leader to stand up. In any, in any situation, I think uh, when your position is also questioned, like Todd Greenberg's has been, you need to take a team mentality as opposed to an individual one. He, yep. he would be in a mindset at the moment where I suppose... I've got to do my job, but I've also got to worry about if I'm still going to be here in 12 months' time. Well,
0: let me ask that question then, because mm. the rumour is he's out in 12 to 18 months, right? Well,
2: contract finishes at the end of October. Does this, do you reckon this has brought
0: those two closer Absolutely. together? Absolutely,
2: and, that, and that's what I'm going, going to allude to, is because both he and Peter Valenti, they've collectively, collectively kept the NRL community and the sporting community updated daily, sometimes three or four times a day, and um, they've taken... The priority, first and foremost, of the, the health and well-being of the players and the officials and the fans. And that in, they've ensured everyone is safe, first and foremost, because they've been engaged um, the services of biohazard specialists who have yeah. said that everything they're doing at the moment is fine from a health perspective. Yeah. And secondly, they've kept the product going, which I think... Is a really good escape for the Australian public or the rugby league public when, when you know that they are ticking all the boxes when, when it comes to a health perspective, and health and well-being and the safety. Outside of that, they've kept the product going. And but what they have done, Jace, is what you've just, um, what you've just mentioned, is that they've been able to t- together, collectively, side by side, shoulder by shoulder. Uh, keep the NRL community informed. And by doing that, I think they've formed a really respectful relationship. I think it's always yep. been there, but I think even more so now. And it's funny when when someone's position is questioned, situations like this arise in sport and then it gives you the opportunity to stand up even further. I think Todd Greenberg's a tremendous leader. I think this is now proven, both he and Volandis together, that they can really build a really good, strong, common bond when it comes to uh, continuing to to build rugby league.
0: All right, my performance of the week is another off the field performance as well. But it's the New Zealand Warriors.
2: Yeah, they've it's, been good, haven't
0: they? They have. You know, in the spirit of the game, wanting the game to continue. Uh, I mean, it's an easy decision. Do I live at Kingscliff or Auckland? I mean, it's it's a pretty <laughs> pretty easy uh, decision to make. But but also the fact that they're putting the game ahead of themselves. Yep. And I do like that. And well, I, I think that's amazing. Yeah, you
2: know, there is a financial component to it as well. If they don't play they don't get paid simple Mm. as that so if they make the decision to go home unfortunately well there are clauses in the cbo where they can go to the table and say listen we don't have to pay you or we need to negotiate something so it is a financial decision first and foremost and you've got to applaud that as well because they have got to pay mortgages they've got young families at home and yeah they're they're putting the game first and they're putting themselves first to make sure that they're available to to continue running out each and every week. I love it. All right, this is Off the
0: Bench for Bob Jane t 20% off, buy three, get one free on selected brands. Best tyre price guaranteed. Former legend. He blows up Twitter. No doubt you're following him on Twitter and you know who he is. Um, you're a bit crook during the week. So our co-worker, Badge, Gary Belcher and I caught up with him.
2: And Badge really... Have you found out his name yet? His actual former name? Former
0: legend. Yeah,
2: but that's not on his birth certificate.
0: So. Don't Mate, I don't ask the hard questions. You know that. I just... Muck around. Hey, listen, uh, former legend. This week we spoke when we spoke to him. It's just all about coronavirus. Oh my! It,
3: it's, it's all coronavirus this week. Thanks for having me back, too, boys. I think uh, me being here two weeks in a row more says so the orientability about getting guests than, than about my popularity. <laughs> yeah. You're enough.
5: harder to shake than the coronavirus, apparently. <laughs>
3: former legend. <laughs> it's been a big week in rugby league. Um, <laughs> is it? This all—it's all coronavirus this week, boys. And I've got to start by saying: Has there been anyone happier about a worldwide pandemic than Jaden Ockenbaugh?
0: Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Out of the headlines, it, absolutely. And a stay he's, of execution—he's
3: cheering that on like no man's business. Now the worries. Let's get to the worries. they are they good sports. Well, they're not—they're not returning to New Zealand. Understandable, uh, but they're going to stay on the Gold Coast. It's a bit of a confusing time for everyone here. Aren't we trying to make the game grow on the Gold Coast? I mean, talk about giving AFL a leg up boys. two teams in the Battle for the Spoon, based within three kilometres of each
5: other. That is nasty written all over it. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that neither of them draws 500 people to a game, so then mm. they, can, they can both host at the stadium. Yeah, true. And and it's unlikely that there'd be a bunch of
0: Kiwis wanting to hang out on the Gold
3: Coast as well. Isn't <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, why, why hasn't Look, the NRL just called a stop to all of the games? Formal well, legend? they
3: reckon they're going to go broke, boys, which is, you know, they've got a billion-dollar TV deal, yet they're going to go broke. I, I don't think it's a massive irony that if ever a mob needed a second set of books, it's actually the NRL themselves.
5: <laughs> That's true. That's true. They've actually... They've asked Scott he Morrison got, for a bit of a hand. Not with His the books. He's advised
3: Australia on, on how to deal with the coronavirus, and part of that is not to shake hands. I mean, who knew the people in Cabago were trendsetters about four four or five months ago? He's come out and he said that um, if you're coming from overseas, you'll have to put up with two weeks of isolation. Now, to me, as long as you've got strong internet, some hand creams, tissues, that seems like a pretty normal season to me.
5: (laughs) That's a normal fortnight for you. (laughs) Now, listen, we're
0: uh, no crowds at the NRL this round.
3: Well, yeah, it's a lockout. I mean, in Large crowds. The government's now recommended social distancing, which is how I spent most nights at speed dating uh, down the local here, <laughs> which obviously leads back to that uh, self isolation that yes. they're uh, pushing.
5: So, what else is going? On? Other other disease experts are giving advice about this this virus.
3: It was good to see. There's teams already at the start. I mean, mainly been very proactive. You've got the Cowboys, and they've been adhering to the government. Advice and they gave David Fafita a lot of social distancing when he was charging towards their try line. <laughs> I mean, they did. Val- Valentine Holmes gave him all oh, more than more than the six mandatory meters the government asked him to. He wanted nothing to do with David Fafita. I want to get right. serious here. Crowd, crowd lockouts, boys. Yep. Tell me, I, I'm sure there's a reason why this can't happen. But why can't we say give 300 members to each footy team uh, a ticket? If you've got to be a member, if you have a lucky draw. And they've got to sit within their required distance apart from each other, but that way, first of all, you're, you're rewarding people that are members and have been long-time members. I get contacted quite a bit in the last few days about this, um, and we still do have some sort of crowd interaction in the in the game. Is that a good idea? Bad idea? T- doable? Not doable? Good.
5: What do you reckon? Good. Be great to have some sort of crowd there for the, the players' sake, for the uh, you know, for the for the TV and and radio. Commentary as well. I mean, did you, did you see the cricket the other day? Terrible. Dave, Warner, bizarre, Dave Warner got his 50 and no one – he didn't know because there wasn't anyone there to clap.
0: Yeah, but that would be the, the same if there was 40,000 there. Yeah. Yeah,
5: I've got to no, say, the same, he hit happened, a six. the same thing happened
3: when he got 300.
5: Yes. <laughs> what about when he hit a six and there was no one in the crowd to get the ball and the Could players you? had to go yeah. up and fetch it? Yeah, that's
3: yeah, all look, bizarre.
0: I mean, I- I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea to yeah, have, have 300 out members
5: there. there.
3: Great idea. Who's going to kick the footy back? If we can't do that, why don't we take advantage of the Sydney Football Stadium being flattened? We'll throw some turf down, put up some goals, mark out a field, and we'll let spectators drive up to the fence in their cars where they've got to bit their horn and flick their high beams on when there's a try. Give it a real country footy yeah. atmosphere. Just I mean, like the
5: every old Every 20
3: minutes Every 20 living, let a dog run across the field. I mean, we'll sell doubles at the gate. It's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, but
0: hang on. You're talking about rooster supporters. So you'd have people pulling up in Bentleys, Ferraris, Washes, yeah. uh,
3: <laughs> Mercs. In these trying and, and pretty much scary times, boys, I always take comfort in hearing what some of our community's deeper thinkers have got to say. So it was good this week to hear from respected infectious disease doctor, uh, Professor Anthony Mundeen, who uh, oh. told everyone on his Instagram that, Coronavirus is bogus. The world order is happening, peeps. And to stay woke, I mean, I don't know about you, boys, but I've stayed woke ever since those company words from Chalk. Uh, just one uh, thing: what's stay woke?
5: I don't I know. I don't he, know. Well, in the in the words of Kurt Fernley, I'd just like to agree with Kurt. Chalk, you're a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the
3: disease isn't isn't taken, isn't playing favorites. I mean, Peter Dutton got the virus. Donald Trump didn't get the virus. I mean, it's worrying signs if you're a vegan. if a potato can get it. But thankfully, I mean, Kermit missed Miss Piggy, that means the, if Trump doesn't get it, the Muppets look like they're safe.
0: Uh, former legend. Follow him on Twitter, former, uh, former underscore legend. Mate, thanks for your time today. We look forward to uh, seeing your thoughts on Twitter.
1: Thanks, boys. You're listening to Off The Bench. For Bob J.T. Mars, tyre and wheel specialists. We'll be back shortly. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and Wheel Specialists.
0: Yeah, welcome back to Off The Bench. Uh, Jason Matthews and Scott Sattler here. We're about to wrap this baby up, but before we do, uh, let's get into this.
1: The winners, the losers, the how and the why. Let's get stuck into our Off The Bench footy tips.
2: Alrighty, Sats, Warriors versus Raiders at Seabus Saturday Arvo. Of course, Warriors taking their game to the Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. I'm going to take the Raiders, Jace. All right. Uh, Roosters versus Sea Eagles at Leica. Game of the weekend. Uh, taken from the Central Coast. I'm going to take the Sea Eagles to upset the Roosters. Uh, Sharks versus Storm. Cogras Saturday nights. Storm. Right. It's unfamiliar territory for the Sharks. Tigers versus Knights at Leica. On Sunday. Uh, I'm going to take the Knights. I like what they did last week. And the final match of the round, Titans
0: versus Eels at Seabus. Yeah, I think this is the sure thing. The Eels, I think. Yeah, put, put your house on. Don't, yep. don't put your house on. It. No, don't. Don't do anything like this current Not in this current climate. All right, we're about, no, we're about to go.
1: Before we go, on Off the Bench, what's got us excited across the weekend of sports?
0: Yeah, it's another big weekend in sport, and luckily NRL
2: and the AFL are on. Sats, so what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the Saturday game between the Roosters and the Seagulls at Leichhardt, and my wife coming home from India. I don't know whether she's going to get in the country, but... Because you've got a New Zealand passport, but anyway.
0: Oh, God. Good what luck are you? What are Mate, you I'm for looking to? forward to the Broncos versus Rabbits tonight and shooting below 120 at golf tomorrow. 120? 70 par as well. That's terrible. Uh, this has been Off the I Bench. That bad. It's terrible. Yeah. This has been Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart. Sats, have a great weekend. We'll catch you same time next week.
1: This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and
2: Wheel Specialists.